Welcome, Flight Suit Friday listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, Max. Welcome, Rob. Welcome, Thank you. Max. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Oh, man. It's been, you know what? I think uh, the fall busy season has hit here around ATC. What's keeping you busy, bud? Oh, we got we got syllabuses, syllabies, syllabuses, syllabuses. We got uh, we got Detroit starting their echo transition. It's pretty exciting stuff. Old Motor City. Yeah. Getting down with the echo. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, man. Couldn't agree more. It uh, it is the season. Stand yeah. visits are starting to head on yep. out, right, for the fall uh, stand season. Yep. Um, that's kind of fun. What it's, else? Um, I don't know. We got uh, quite a few IETs almost all the way through the uh, the syllabus. I've had the luxury of flying with a couple of y'all. Enjoyed yeah. that. You guys are you guys are great with syllabus crushing us through. It's fantastic. You guys are cruising, man. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Where are we at right now? <clears throat> we are sitting in the Trade Up conference room at ATC Mobile. We took it over. Yeah, we kind of operate off of like squatters rights, I believe. I, think I mean, legally I think that is fine. And uh, part of the reason we're doing that is uh, one of our poor homies here, Nick, got scheduled for a, a night flight. Wah, wah. You know so what? We brought the podcast to you, Nick. Converge. Yep. We, we are fully mobile. Dude, the best part is I'm, I'm taking Nate G out for a oh. instructor under training flight, right? Yeah. IUT yeah. flight. Pretty sure he's going to be teaching me things tonight. Yeah, he's that's how, that's what happens when you fly on AG. His controls. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Wh- whatever you don't know, you just you know call that like, hey, this is what a student wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. do have some weather rolling through right now too. Finally, it's finally yeah. started raining here. Oh man, it's been dry this summer. Yeah, it really broke that temperature with the rain. Yeah, seventy what, five degrees driving in today. Finally, oh, it's so Ooh. good. The weather's breaking across the country and it's feeling amazing. Starting to match that football season entry. Is it um, pumpkin spice latte season I was, season I was just about dropped? to ask. Let me ask you a very important question. What? See, I don't think it's a date. I think it's a temperature. At what temperature are you gonna you gonna drink a PSL? Seventy five degrees. Seventy five degrees. <laughs> I was gonna say eighty two. Yeah, scaling it for eighty two. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are crazy. What about you? I, it's got it's got to be in the sixties for me. Okay. Yeah, it has to be. We better wait till December. I know. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I can't do the pumpkin flavor and some mobile hotness. How about pumpkin beer? Uh, same, same. Okay. Let me ask yeah. you guys this. Do you have a favorite pumpkin beer? I don't, I, you know what? No, I just find no. one in the fridge. Does Sam, Sam Adams make yeah, pumpkin yeah. beer? I think they make one that's I actually pretty well, decent. Is yeah. it a pumpkin beer or is it Oktoberfest? No, I think they make a pumpkin beer and the Oktoberfest. Okay. If I'm, if I'm. I don't know if I've had their I pumpkin be beer. Yeah. Um. I'll suggest this one for the listeners and you guys. Yeah. Shipyard Pumpkinhead Delicious. Okay. So okay. go ahead and, and, and uh, pop one of those pint glasses in your freezer, right? Let it get nice and cold and yeah. frosty. And then throw some sugar and cinnamon around the rim, right? Mix it up just like you would back in the day and sprinkle that stuff on oh, yeah. toast. And then pour your little, you know, pumpkin beer inside yeah. that uh, pint. Yeah. Dude, so good. I'm sold. Yeah. All right. It's a treat. That is great. Seems like a bit of a process, but it seems worth it as well. It is. Um, just wait for it to be like 60s or 50s. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't be doing that when it's 70 no. degrees. That's what That's I'm saying. Fall. That is what I'm saying. Yeah. Gotta be wearing a flannel and some jeans and be comfortable. Yeah, dude. What are yeah. you drinking over there? Uh, I think I've had this on the podcast before, but I really like it. Um, Naked Pig Pale Ale by Back 40 Brewing Company. So, really good. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, because yeah. we talked about the back 40. Still yeah. haven't figured out what no, you're it, it is. So it's basically, um, it's funny. My dad, who listens to the podcast, was like, he texted me after that episode came out and he goes, I know what a back 40 is. And I was like, okay. 
And he's he researched it, and he uh, it's a part in a farm that is not used to cultivate crop, where you kind of just keep your your equipment and your junk. So like okay. an overhang or something yeah. like that. Yeah, back forty. No kidding. So yeah, all right, there you go. Sweet. Super yeah. interesting podcast today. This is great. We're talking about pumpkin beers, back forties. Closing the loop on that. Yeah, aviation related totally. podcast. And I'm drinking the same thing as you, Max. Yeah, I mean, you are. That was the uh, the best choice that was in the, the we, beer fridge. We did warm up with a Miller Lite, though. Yeah. Just progressively getting there. And there it says go. on Miller Lite clan, which I never really read before, a fine Pilsner, which it is. You know? It is a fine Pilsner. One thing I like it's about crisp, Miller Lite, smooth. they haven't changed their no. way of doing business at all, really. No. I think the can's the same as you would find it back in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. I don't recall any advertisements. Do they do advertisements? Yeah, they probably do. They they used to. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about yeah, that we, the other we day. We were talking we? about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It ain't no Keith Stone, but <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> good. Some good beer ads out do. there. If you, you if you YouTube some um, early two thousands beer ads, solid, solid rabbit hole. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you guys want to talk about today? I got a question. Oh yeah, sorry. If you could, no, this is about what we want to talk about. What if I could tell you you could manage a Baskin Robbins? And then jump out of helicopters and save people at the same time. Man, what would that be called? That'd be the Coast Guard Aviation Reservist Program. No kidding. Yeah. Sign pretty, me up. There are, there are a lot of people who are going after it right now, which is pretty cool if you ask me. Yeah. So you can go back and be a hometown hero mm-hmm. full time. Yeah. And then be a part time hero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. You get the employee discount for the Dairy Queen chicken nuggets, you know? And then go fly around in a C-144 Ocean Century Casa. There know? we go. Yeah, you could couple that employee discount with your military discount. You could. I'm sure. Dude, they probably I don't know how corporate you. would feel they about probably it. Pay corporate doesn't those. like double dipping. I'm they heard. do not. No pun intended. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I mean, gosh, it is, I feel like in the past, what, year, we went from none to like, now we can all probably name people like, you know, probably four or five people who are in the pilot side, the flight mechanic side, the rescue swimmer side. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. Um, what, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking with Sam, right? Sam Haffensteiner. Yep. And he was kind of describing the reservist process. And of course, he wasn't the first reservist. Right. And the first reservist coming through, you know, the pilot pipeline or whatever might have had a little bit of woes. Yeah. But it seems like they're kind of smoothing out the process and making it a little bit uh, more streamlined for yeah. folks too, which yeah. is good. Gallivanting in Europe in a van and coming back and flying helicopters. You know what we need to do right now? Oh, we do need to do that. All right. Let's call Sam. Let's call Sam. Let's do it. Where in the world is Sam? Where in the world is Sam? Where is he right now where he is still qualified to fly the MH65 Echo? Oh, yeah. So cool. I wonder what this phone call is going to cost him. You're going to hang up right after, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. We might be waking him up. Who cares? All right. So Sam didn't pick up. Sam's so probably. I think you just did the math, right? What, yeah. what time is it there? I don't know. It's probably a seven hour difference. And by there, we're, we're thinking of, we don't know what countries. All right. Yeah. We assume it's somewhere between like Norway and. How about this? Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to try something else. Central Germany. I don't know.
We're going to Instagram now. Okay. Oh, good. You know, let's not wake him up. He'd be like, hello. Is the Norwegian flag red? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't get enough uh, it might be the cell phone flag. reception is, of, is in there, this room to back you up. I don't have an Instagram. Is there a little like white cross in the Here. red flag? Look at the bio. Oh, yeah, that's Norway. Norway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Sam Hafensteiner's in, in Norway. Norway. All right. Well, we didn't get the phone call, but did a little bit of Instagram uh, digging and yeah. investigative work here. And uh, we did indeed determine that he is in Norway. I've been file, uh, following Katie, uh, his wife. Yeah. And, um, dude, she's been doing a great job posting yeah. stuff. Nice. And they're living the best life. One of my favorite videos they're hanging out in the van yeah. next to like this body of water. Yeah. I can't tell if it's like a lake or a yeah. stream or what, but anyways, um, Sam's just like rocking board shorts, just walking out doing a little cold plunge. Come on. That's dude. awesome. He got the back of the van open, man. Right. So Great like, view. so like, and he's still a qualified coast guard pilot, which yeah. is like, and doing all that. Current. Yeah. Have we uh, posted a picture for the listeners to see like, his van. I don't think I've seen a picture of it. No, I don't to. think so. Yeah. Maybe but I can screenshot snack. something. Yeah, we should do that. Could share that with you. Yeah. That's a Oh, that's sweet. Gosh. That like you know you, you're going to be hard pressed I think to find a another organization that lets you do cool stuff like that and then gallivant around Europe in a van. That is wild. That is he is the spokesperson for the Coast Guard Reserve Aviator. I think, I think it's a great gig too, because yeah. you're not, you're keeping your foot in the door, you know, and the Coast Guard's not really losing a member, right? Yeah, right. Where otherwise a person might fully be discharged from the Coast Guard yep. or, you know, what do you call that? Get it when you get out and just like get your DD 214. Well, I guess he did a DD 214. I don't really is know. That re- is that for retirement? I don't really know how it all works. To dude, be I, that's the thing. Honestly, I, I want to know more about yeah. reservist stuff, but I'm like, dude, I'm kind of shy to ask. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, you know, keep following Sam's life and you might buy a van and go over to Europe and actually you'd probably go down to Baja, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. I'm going down South. Yeah. You it's go a little riskier. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The risky stuff. Gosh, so good. But, um, speaking of other Coast Guard, reserve aviators we have a uh we have an interesting interview that we're about to uh conduct here with uh petty officer andrew johnson he's a uh 60 uh rescue swimmer over in san diego and he is coast guard uh reserve rescue swimmer number one it's awesome man amazing talk gosh talk about like talk about the life too san diego reserve rescue swimmer you know i think of all units to be a reservist at it's got to be pretty sweet yeah Right. Yeah. If you live away from San Diego, you could easily fly in there and go yeah, stand your duties and drill or whatever it's called. Not a tough place to go to. Um, gosh, have, have you guys ever driven by San Diego, the little uh, Coast Guard um, uh-uh. sector there? I've never been that way before. The, the air station's co-located with the sector. It's right across the street from the international airport. Yeah. Actually, back in the day when they had Falcons at air station San Diego, they'd close down that road that takes you to the main terminals for the international airport. Yeah. And they'd shut the gates or open the gates and maybe have like little draw gates or whatever. Anyways, the, ta- uh, the Falcon would taxi from the coast guard ramp across the main street over to the airport. Airport's pretty small, single runway. Yeah. Um, but dude, like 
on the where the air station itself is, it's right on the harbor. Yeah. So it's just oh, like gosh, dude. Sailboats in the harbor and then like how much Santa is that Skyline. real estate? It's ridiculous. That is wild. Yeah. I don't know if they I think the Coast Guard owns that. Do you lease property? I don't know. I you know what, man? Another thing we need to we need to look into. <laughs> <laughs> just what an amazing gig. Imagine if you were a Falcon pilot out there. Oh. Like what a good life. Yeah. yeah. Where are you, where are you doing ROLs if you're in San Diego? Uh Baja. <laughs> <laughs> yeah heading down there all roads lead south all roads lead yeah. south oh well let's uh let's give this guy a call and chat with him let's do it man looking all forward to it all right yeah hey, hey aj it's max i got a question for you bud what's up dude what day is it today of the week hey <laughs> what day is it's Friday. The, it's Friday and are you wearing a flight suit you don't have to be no no I wasn't I was earlier though oh well you're on flight suit Friday right now and you are live oh flight suit Friday man you should have called a little earlier I had it on oh what it's okay oh, now he's just trying to uh, butter us up Dude, I love that yeah. though. you always Continue. have it on you are you are live and we're gonna ask you some questions if you're up for it bud let's do it Nice. All right. So, uh, as one of uh, how many rescue swimmer reservists are there out there in the world in I, the continental United States Coast Guard? I think right now there are three of us. Okay. okay. Wait, Wait, three. Who is the best? I was going to say who's the handsomest, but mm, well, we know AJ. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's debatable. I don't know. They're all pretty good looking. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a good diplomatic answer. Them you? I like that. He's keeping the peace. <laughs> Man's learned something out there. Dude, we want to know what it's like to be a Coast Guard rescue swimmer reservist. Living in Arizona, flying out of San Diego. Golfing occasionally, I assume. Absolutely. It's, it's fantastic. It's, okay. Uh, a lot Recruit of, us uh, more. A lot of time on the golf course, as you mentioned. Oh, yeah. A lot of time uh, spending with the kids and family. And then I still nice. get to come do the job and fly Gosh. and save lives and meet my friends so where are you drilling out of right now san diego california oh come on okay uh quick question for you not related to this call but what are you going to be doing for the week of uh i don't know halloween through the first couple days of november that's right you should come out to the terror roost where light suit friday is going to be uh you know airing live yeah we will we will be there live from the terror roost in san diego and we'd love to see you and have you on oh I bet I can make that work. That won't be too hard. Yeah, call that some of your drill time. And you are recorded, so this is legally binding. Yeah, you made a contract. Yes. He's there. So oh, I have to be there. So like oh, okay. So like one week in a month, two weeks a year, the whole like <laughs> reservist spiel that we hear, is that accurate or how are you breaking up drill time? What are you doing? That's accurate. That's pretty, pretty standard is one week in a month, two weeks a year. Um, you can batch and do four to six days in a row and then you don't have to come in for two to three months. Whoa. But what, oh my what I'd like you to do is give more time and I come between six to 10 days a month so I can stand duty, keep all my men, stay nice. qualified and, you know, be a, be a member of the shop. And, and big Coast Guard's happy to pay for that and everything. Like if you, as much or as little as you want. So far, I just keep asking for more. Nice. I've told my additional training periods are coming out of the pilot's pocket yeah, for reservists who aren't fully on board yet. So hey. once they are, maybe this goes away. 
Okay. You awesome. keep taking from those pilots. Dude, pockets. I hope they it doesn't go it. away. Yeah. You can, yeah. I will. I mean, you're, you you might be a part-time, might be a part-time swimmer, but you're a full-time hero. Yeah. And I'll sign those checks, you know? Hell yeah. Love you guys. That's awesome, yeah, love man. Love you, man. And uh, so have you found it, like, obviously a lot of uh, qualifications and minimums to keep up with? Has it been difficult? It, it can be difficult. I think if you're not putting in enough days per month, probably a minimum of four it's unrealistic. Right. And what we're, what we're having trouble with now, or I say having trouble with, I mean, we're getting the waiver signed is I'm not fully qualified in the MH 60 coming from the 65. Gotcha. So it as getting qualified starting from ground zero. That's just not enough time to right. do it when you come even a week per month. Yeah. Cause you so gotta do kind of, BA syllabus and everything over. Dude, he's got to right? do right. Post flight letter. Yeah. Like BA. Yep everything okay yeah yeah, you're just not doing that i mean i come here i'm standing duty i'm helping out the shop right and then you get on the hanger those guys and gals are just super busy so it's hard for them to find time to give you something off you're standing duty you're doing the you're doing the you know i I don't have a flight letter but i'm doing all that same work washing the plane helping the crew out where i can and your days are busy they go by fast and then i'm 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 back in the car on the way to tucson arizona so so how long is that drive six hours that's not that's not terrible not too bad it's not. I do a lot of audio books and podcasts. So. Oh. When you're not breaking a physical sweat, you're breaking a mental yeah, sweat. That's, you know. That is the AJ I know. And uh, AJ puts uh, Flight Suit Friday in the rotation, I've heard. so. Dab on it a bit. The month. Yeah. So, what's your favorite episode, AJ? Yeah, what's your by number and um, who was on it specifically? You're, you're not. Yeah, I see what you're doing. You're not going to pin me down. I like them all. Smart. I mean, if, if you didn't start at episode 69 with the uh, you know yeah. the maiden voyage of our crew, like we're not going to judge. Yeah. I mean, everybody else is. Hey, but we're not. Back back to business. Sorry, Uncle Rob. You so you were Coast Guard Rescue Swimmer Reservist number one, correct? That's correct. Like, where where do you see this whole program going? Like, you you've seen it start. How how long do you think it takes to get somebody qualified from like day one? You know, aircraft transition is probably a big you know piece of that. Like, where do you think this is going to go, and how feasible do you think this program is? I think it's an excellent way to keep members around who would maybe seek other employment outside of the military. I think it's realistic that someone wants to take care of grandma or be closer to family and says, hey, I'm not leaving Hawaii, but I'll be a reservist. And to do so, if they stay with their same platform, well, it's a piece of cake. Had they been 65 called, they get out yeah. and they stay 65 called. Well, you just, you're just showing up and getting your men's. And that allows you to become a firefighter or work some other kind of part-time job that only requires maybe 10 to 12 days out of the month. And then you're given five or six days to the Coast Guard you stay ready, you stay active for the big hurricanes, natural disasters, nice. anything like that that you need. And then they can pull you in when they need you voluntarily or involuntarily if things really hit the fan. Sure. But it keeps people around, keeps them in the Coast Guard still. And I think it's the future for at least aviation when we're kind of losing numbers left and right. Like Keep them involved. Keep them a way to make them happy. Have I, Yeah, dude. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think um, very much what you're saying, like with the, uh, you know, uh, more days than just a week and a month with aviation, that's a... Uh, what I've never been part of, like when I was in the army, I know like my reservists or like, you know, guard counterparts, like they had to do more than your two day, like your weekend a month, like, because yeah. what we do requires a level of like recency proficiency to be able to perform and be you know, competent in what you're doing. Um, but yeah, like I, I think it's great, man. Have you, have you had the conversation with the folks who are in charge of this program about what 
is expected of you as far as recalls are concerned. Like I, from, from a very basic understanding of the reserve score, like what is a mandatory recall versus what is like a, Hey, we'd like you to come help out for the, for this hurricane. Have, have those discussions been had? Yeah, I, I certainly looked into that right away. <laughs> yeah, smart. I didn't want to. I didn't want to think I was, you know, making the smart decision. Then all of a sudden, I'm working the borders in New Mexico or you know whatever. You yeah. know, just all of a sudden, yeah. they're like, "No, we got you. We're going to put you here in the desert, or wherever." So, um, there's only two recalls that are mandatory, and that's from the president of the United States and um, some kind of like World War Three, right? And they probably go together, but. Those are the only two times they can tell me, hey, you have to come back in full time. And I'm sure there's a number of years in there that might kind of um, get someone if they're brand new, under four years, under eight years. You know, we have our obligated service, but someone with as much time in as I had, I think I'm pretty untouchable unless, uh, you know, old Mr. Biden calls and tells me to come in, then I'm coming in. Yeah, that's awesome. That I, that definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Coast Guard reservist by any means, but that definitely goes through Weren't my mind. You, though? Yeah, I was originally, but <laughs> I was just say like you know a thing or two about reserves. Yeah, but right? I, but not from the aviation standpoint. Dude, I know nothing about yeah. Coast Guard reserves. Yeah, that that's the thing, especially like you think about exactly what AJ went through. Like, yes, I will sign on the dotted line, yeah. but like, what am I obligated to come in for? I think that's fair. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But one thing that AJ pointed out is like, dude, okay, I'm here. Like, I want to be a part of this service. Yeah but maybe I don't want to be active duty at this point, right. but I'm willing to help out. Like, dude, the way of the future. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like the folks who are trying to get out right now have a path to keep their foot in the door, but not do all the things, but seek outside employment. I mean, I think that's good. It, it's hard yeah. to speak for other, the other career paths and rates, but like I know aviators don't necessarily. And that's when I say aviators, I'm including mechs, tweets, swimmers, pilots, they love what they do. And if they could keep a foot in the door, like that's the best case scenario. AJ, you had a six R case out there in San Diego, didn't you? Yeah, it's pretty good, sir. Yeah, it was. As you a, want to talk about that? As you a know, reservist? And, and also it. don't call me sir, please. Yeah. That's, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. You got it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I say sit, you know, I, I enjoy every, every time I get to help somebody, but it was our first one. So it'll go down in the books as the first Coast Guard reservist life save. A lot of firsts you know, for that you. Kind of that kind of thing. So first, um, if, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, go ahead. No, keep going. Um, yeah, so just, uh, you know, I had a medevac off San Clemente Island, I and it was um, a young sailor out there that dislocated his shoulder. We went, picked him up, brought him back. You know, one life assisted. Nice. I kind of thought that was the first and was happy to do it, but right. nothing really happened to that. And then we had, um, I don't know, probably migrants, some people maybe trying to, trying to float across the water out in the middle of nowhere, uh, you know, off the coast. And they had a boat explosion, engine explosion, and it uh, caused two people to have significant burns. Oh, my gosh. So there was a, um, I think it's the Haddock Cutter, like maybe a 210. I'm not 100% sure on the size. But they were out there, and they um, launched a small response boat, went over to this boat. They had an EMT on board that did what they could do, and um, some of the burns on this female were beyond you know their capabilities. So yeah. then they called us in. We came out, circled around, we found the boat, and they put this person, this, this young, young lady, on this, uh, you know, little, their little small boat, drove it onto the back of their cutter. I hoisted down to the cutter, which is really cool. Again, yeah. you know, one of the larger ones. Helped them get from the little boat onto the big boat, into the basket, hoisted them up, and then wow. uh, just kind of worked on her and 
you know, this, this kind of covered up for burns and stuff. They so, were pretty significant. So all, the, and stuff. so all the survivors were in their initial vessel that had the fire. And then basically you rolled up and helped disembark them onto the bigger Coast Guard cutter. Just the injured ones. It was only yeah. two injured ones. Okay. One that one they said could make it back, you know, by boat yeah. to safety. And then there was one that's like, yeah, we got to load and go with her. So significant burns all over her body. And, you know, she needs to get medical attention soon. So nice. that's it, the one I helped. And then you guys hoisted, you guys hoisted them off or you just removed them from the boat onto the Coast Guard cutter? We hoist them off the Coast Guard cutter. Sweet. I, I hoisted down to the large cutter, yep. helped the little response boat go onto the back of it, which is really cool. I hadn't seen that. Yeah. You know, they kind of drop it open, they flood it, comes flying in. It was really cool. Dude, that's that cool. part of it. And then, uh, yeah, I helped this. I helped the crew, you know, gingerly pick up and move this this burnt patient nice, to the to the, the bow where we could hoist her off. And then I just kind of monitored there until we got back to um, San Diego, where EMS was waiting. Only about twenty minute commute in the air. Yeah. When, when you do medevacs out of air station San, Di- San Diego, is it preferred to like drop them off at a hospital or do you have EMS waiting at the air station there? Yeah, I've been asking that question, trying to feel it out. And it seems more so that we land back at the air station with EMS waiting and take them right as soon as we land. Yes. Yeah. Is the air station pretty close to a lot of medical centers? Yeah. I mean, That's it must kind be of the heart of the area. I feel like it is. Yeah. Still, still kind of, you know, learning that that uh what they're used to and stuff but yeah. it seems like it is they must pick them up and just go and I mean, get there pretty quick it is close like have you have you guys been down there to like have you flown into air like san diego airport dude you fly Only in, in the simulator you yeah. look to the left like yeah. if you're looking to the i guess that would be the west side of the aircraft mm-hmm. coast guard sector san diego is right prime there. real estate dude it is awesome dude. overlooking the harbor yeah Beautiful, dude. Not dude. trying to downplay us, but I'd imagine a, a fully loaded 60, even a low on fuel one's probably almost one and a half to maybe twice our weight. Like some of those pads might be like a little stressed on their weight limits with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah hospital pads. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't For think sure. about that. Yeah. Pla- oh, plastic. Fantastic. Can land on pretty much anything. Yeah, dude. Do you miss, sure the, 60, do you miss the 65, bud? You know, it's just. It's just so different, right? I got I was only a sixty five guy yeah. and, and learned to love it and it's fun to be in the back, but I'm a big guy, you know, and I got a little more room in this sixty. Yeah, Jay, you are a radio. big guy. That is you know what? Yeah. <laughs> that is truth. I think I know the answer I'm gonna get, like who the cooler pilots are, but you're good, you're just gonna give me a good like you're I'm gonna, you know, vote for you. You're gonna give me that answer <laughs> yeah. of who the cooler pilots are. It's gonna be very diplomatic. Yeah. Still love you though. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't found a pilot I don't like in the Coast Guard. Ah, you guys get the job done. This and, guy. You know <laughs> what, AJ? I would pick you to be the first Coast Guard rescue swimmer reservist. You are just a silver tongue fox. I know. The only time to where you could see him lose his cool is on the golf course. On the golf well course. Him on the golf course. <laughs> it's exactly what it is, dude. Oh. I've, I've tested his patience many a times. Dude, the golf course, yeah, it brings their, all the emotions out. <laughs> man, that is, holy cow, man. So you are living in Arizona. You're drilling out of San Diego. You're saving lives on the golf course and off the golf course. And you're just like, you're just doing it, man. That sounds awesome. It is. It's amazing. I think one of the best parts is, and many people don't know this, but um, you guys do, is I started in the Navy right across the harbor there on uh, North oh. Island on USS Ronald Ooh. Reagan. Okay. You're, you're a field so, king, right? Yeah. Or you're, you're a, a, a purple, purple shirt guy? 
purple shirt. That's so correct. Let me yeah, ask you, buddy. would you rather be wearing a purple shirt or a wetsuit? Oh, wetsuit. Yeah, all day long. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Cool, man. Yeah, I did my time, and it's fun to look over and see the big carriers, but I don't want to be on one unless I'm medevacing someone off. Heck, yeah. That's awesome, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, we really appreciate this. Gosh, and, and just for everybody's awareness, we just cold called this guy, and he just came up with these golden answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just, I think AJ is waiting for our phone call. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's been analyzing, like, just like, Figuring out when we're gonna do it, like <laughs> they gotta be calling me at some They're, point. Dude. It's he Friday. Was, he was I'm ready. ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, we love us some AJ. Yeah, man. man we we yeah. miss you. Gosh, we miss you on the golf course. We miss how long it takes you to putt a ball. Sorry, <laughs> 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 he's got to get a contracting officer. He has to, you know, <laughs> oh, I want to know when the grass was laid. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what kind of what kind of grass I, it is when it was last watered? I know there's just like surveying teams out there, just yeah. really mapping the land, getting a three D print. Yeah, well, you guys got it, man. You know me. Well, thanks, brother. Okay. We won't take up too much more time on that Friday night. Uh, cheers, safe flying. Thanks for everything, man. Cheers, right. boys. Miss you guys. All, All right. right, miss you too, man. See ya. Take care, brother. We say goodbye, but now.